Okay, a few people who had questions on the pile over here had PTA, so they're going to hear this afterwards. So let's start off with, I select uh, based on the strength of the question, the ability to have the Chazara and some of the humor. So I'll start off, uh, Ben Sian is on a roll this last week and a half. So uh, we were talking about the swelling of the feet and the sleeping in the shoes, and whether it's a sakana issue or kosher shecha, a little of both, he just had some free medical advice uh, for anybody who's worried about swelling feet. He said they could just board the plane and come on the airline with their enemies in that way when they see them. And I thought that was very apropos per the emperor of his station and Rebecca Medzakai's advice. So if you're asked to accompany somebody on the airline to avoid this, maybe check out the relationship. Uh, but I thought that was a very <laughs> interesting... I have to start off with the most of the Okay, this is actually not a laughing matter, although I, I just want to reiterate, I'm not... It's getting to the issue of taking business from somebody, and we always look for coolers for Panasa, but... David Oldek, I think, is a PTA. And you saw Mayor Eberman, who might be a PTA. They both sent me in. There's a whole uh, slew of advertisements for donut and bagel walls. This one even put my name on it just for extra added. Um, I don't make this stuff up. Uh, but uh, as you can see it over here, this seems to be a booming business. I, I thought like a guy had... You know, an example here, example there. This is like really major. Here's a picture of the hook, in case you're wondering. Now, the two coolers, I'm not trying to, if it's a business, people making money, Panos is a great sazach. So they have donuts, and then they have, uh, they tell you in the advertisement, you can use this for bagels also. In case you were misopic that they only make all for pasta bakistan or deep fried, <laughs> they remind you you can use it for bagels. I, I, I wouldn't believe it if, um, if we wouldn't have these pictures, but Lamaisa, Tzad l'hakol number one is it's not Nassal. We had Rashi and the Mashbam. Number two, this is weaker. But we were debating, some of you were debating that it's nailed to the wall. Actually, I don't even know if it is. This one actually doesn't look like it is. There are tables behind it. If you have one nailed to the wall, and then there's a hook coming out from the wall, the question is, how kavua b'karka do you have to be that it's not considered hanging? It's unclear from the Gemara. It's only one line. It talks about hanging. It talks about on a peg also. So, Libby Armory, that that's not such a great head there because the Mars is not machalic and it's hanging from a hook, which is this thing is a separate picture. So, then we're back to the donuts where it's possible to be kissing and not even possible to be kissing if it's deep fried. So, maybe that doesn't represent panasa. But the bagels are a little more questionable. So, if you are running this theme and your wife had her heart set on it, don't tell her it's us, sir. The art southern local, I would prefer the donuts over the bagel. If you're choosing, this is really a lot of I didn't realize how nagea this was, but I never, I never do. Nobody ever warns me before we start these sogias. What? Uh, well, yeah, that's because what's well, coming up for this week. There's no like the neshama yaseira. We hope that if you only do it one week a year, Hanukkah, then you're okay. But these are real advertisements, and this is a real picture. And uh, good thing we don't have the last name over here. But I'm not being metzilaz. I'm trying to be measure of the minig. But I don't know how old this minig is. When did this start? A year ago? Two years ago? Somebody thought of this? They weren't hanging on pegs, no. I, I highly doubt it. <laughs> it's hard to come by this stuff. How do they do that with 
then it really gets like, I don't know, they drill a hole through it and then the stuff starts oozing out. That's a good... Um, Maybe they're too for Hanukkah. The Masera with the jelly filled is also an ayazach. The, the remez, if at all, is zech l'shemen. There's daiva heiser shemen in the regular deep fried donuts. You don't need a jelly. Yeah, you want to make it even healthier. Yeah, so I so the, that that's not Tarmi Sinai. So uh, that wouldn't be. Uh, we ate it with this, and there's no uh, hider of a chaznish kazayis uh, either. Okay, now we get back to uh, the rage room before we move on to the next sugya. So we have here from Michal, who's right here. Uh, so I'm going to clarify because Yitzchak Krakow in the next one was specific about the same thing. So. Apparently, the anger issue, the rage issue, people do want clarification. It's important. We had one Gemara, which, as I said, I don't think was Nagay at all. Rabba bought things for his cheap items, for his children, that they can break. And I think that Gemara was not talking about letting out anger. It was talking about energetic children, and they just like smashing things. That's not anger. That's energy. I think there's a big chilik between the two. And I think that's what you're asking here, right? He said, you said this week is the first time you actually heard of a rage room. You were planning an outing for the Yeshiva boys and somebody brought it up? And this is one of the things that popped up for Yeshiva? Yeah. I hope you told them you just heard a share in it and we're not going there. Okay, it's a good thing you're, uh, you're here. We mentioned the chilik between Rabba giving the pottery to smash in the rage room. First I heard it clearly and then you wanted some clarification. You once learned in psychology that taking out steam in an aggressive manner can lead to the habit of aggression. And the answer is, yes, that's exactly what they're saying. Even the shittasam doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the answer is, Rabba's giving to his son just to kids have energy, have adrenaline. I don't think it has anything to do with anger whatsoever. I don't think the Gemara has any shaykhs. Uh Similarly, Yitzchak, Krakow, uh, here had about four different things, but two of them related to the rage. Let me take care of that first. I mentioned that getting it out of your system is not a Jewish way of doing, doing things. The nice things about all the people listening to Shir there, they listen to every word. So I take his word for it. I don't have to go back to the video. Uh, if I did say that, uh, I think it's uh, certainly correct. We don't normally have such a thing. The guy am, half the guy am surveyed, admitted, for the last question, that it's not even a good system for them and just creates more anger. And he wanted me to elaborate. What did I mean by that? That we don't, we're not into getting it out of our system. The answer is, if you have to, if you have something bottled up and you want to talk about it, and talking it out, or you want the mahalach, and you talk it out in a way where it's constructive, it might be constructive, and even if it involves some anger as you talk about it without throwing things and smashing things, or it involves some lashon hara, then that's mutter. You have to be very selective. Uh, we've spoken every three, four years. I try to remind people, even though it probably needs more often. But uh, the hetta that's overused and overquoted about getting home every night from work and over dinner, speaking about all the people at the office who are yidden and all the machlekesim uh, and all the lashon hara is not a hetta that's just straight away. And people are often shocked. I can't talk lashon hara with my spouse. If I can't talk lashon hara with my spouse, what are we going to talk about? That's usually the reaction. I get, and <laughs> should be laughing. This comes up a lot, and the women complain even more. I understand this, they're more, they want to feel like, I, I want to connect. So I tell them, Chavos 
And the Bermayim Chaim said that maybe perhaps once in a while if you're working yourself and you try to forget about it, you try to work in Emi Dandakaskos and it's not going and you're ready to explode and you need to talk to somebody so then your husband hopefully is a good person to talk to to calm everything down. But that's not a nightly activity. And if it is, you should get a different job. <laughs> it's Chazar in the office. So that has to be really contained. So getting it out of your system in terms of talking about it, if it really does something and it's Lashon Hara to Ellis and it's contained, then fine. Otherwise, we're not into just talking Lashon Hara and getting angry. That doesn't get out of your system. That just makes you a Baal Lashon Hara, makes you a complainer, makes you an angry person. The more you do it, the more ingrained it gets, which is why we're very much against Rage Room and the smarter guy are against it as well. The... Um, Issue with the sleeping of the shoes. He wanted to know, does, how does that relate to washing Negevasa when you sleep by day? If you take a nap, do you have to wash Negevasa by day if you napped fully clothed? There are two din in Negevasa, as we had from last year's sugya. There's din of touching Mechemes and Chusim. So you wash because you want to get up and learn and make brachas. And then there's the Ruach Ra, two different issues. Night, at the end of the night, some say, is the Ruach Ra. So you get up after Elias, you get before Elias, wash again. After Elias or Adelais, and then when you slept, they used to sleep in either nothing a cover or something loose, and they would touch Makam and Samachusim, and therefore, Tadavin, you have to wash your hands for Hikun, and because of the Ruach Ruach. By day, if you're fully clothed and you're wearing a tie, or might be sleeping in a tie, then you went to sleep on the airline at, uh, in your seat. And it's clear, like you have a tight fitting shirt. Clearly, you didn't touch any Makam and Samachusim. And you didn't scratch your head, so there's no ruach raw by day, pashtus, and somewhat of a shayla, but pashtus not, and it's tightly fitting outfits that won't allow you to touch even if you want to or make it highly unlikely, and then there's no chiv to wash negabasa. If you sleep for a long time and then you want to wash anyway, because maybe and maybe there's a ruach raw, it probably isn't, so then it's not uh, baltasif. Number three. We mentioned yesterday that, or last week, the Rab Chaim holds no iser for Namaritz because he has nothing to forget. So that's quoted from the Sefer Chesidim, which we will see inside tonight. And it's very important to see it inside because it will answer this kasha. So he said, according to what we said, that the issue of forgetting might linger and therefore you have to be mocked with little kids. And we had a discussion about the baby carriage and he weighs in on that and he said he asked at home and toddlers sleep in the baby carriage for approximately an hour and then some. So remember, we have three shittas in the shear, three hours, half hour, like three minutes. So it's less than three hours. I don't know why all the fathers in the room don't have any comments on how long the kids sleep. It just shows how oblivious everybody is or into learning. Um, I didn't hear, you didn't take a survey when you got home. Not the first thing you asked about when, uh, you still don't know, three days later. No? You don't? Uh, any, uh, you have any nieces and nephews that are installed in the community? It always feels like 10 minutes. <laughs> Too short. Okay, so he says it's under, it's under three hours. So that's a tzad l'hakol. The problem is that if it's a long-term, if it is al-shikha, which it's not necessarily is, and we're worried about long-term damage to the system, it will be a problem. The minute it gets l'hakol, because what are you going to do with them? You can't keep taking off the shoes every time. And most of them are in the carriage, don't have shoes anyway. So it's not a huge problem. It's not like a kasha on the minigolim. But he wants to know, the Amaritz is an Amaritz now. Hopefully he'll become a Baal soon. And he'll learn. So why aren't we worried about the long-term damage? A fair question, which I will address soon when we see the Sefer Chesidim inside. 
And the similar kasha you had, we mentioned that the women can be kind of mitzvah learning by learning the halachas, and they have to learn the halachas, and that's why, according to some shittas, they say bichsatera, and they're obligated to learn what they need to know, so why aren't we worried about them forgetting their learning? Which is what I mentioned. The assumption seems to be, and Rabbi Chaim does mention this in the Sefer as well, that it does not apply to women. And he wanted clarification on why that is, and we're going to address these two in just a couple of minutes when we get to the Sefer Chesidim. So let's uh, go to the copy in front of you. I actually see it now. He deals with these Mamre Kermis. There are three pages over here. One is the Sefer Chesidim, and the other one is from Alichas Besa, which is a wonderful Sefer written on the Alochas uh, pertaining to Noshem Befrat. And it's brought down in Perikites in the introduction to the Shmir Sagufa Nefesh. And I was very happy to see he mentions, it's not part of your copy, we'll get to see him in a moment, he mentions the Sephora that I started saying last week, and it's, again, but I believe he put in words what, he quotes Achrayim would say this, what the Sephora would be, Lachalik, and that is, women, even in Tinsalimar, there's a Chiv to learn what they have to know. There is a Chiv, but it's not a Chiv al Talmater necessarily. It's a Heksha Mitzvah. That's why some ask why they say a for that. It's not a Chiv Terah. So some say they're volunteering to learn, just like any other mitzvah and mitzvah. So that's good for Ashkenaz and not for Spartan. So there's a debate why they're saying bizotera, but the thing is they do say bizotera. It's still not a din of learning. And this kush of the shikha, whenever we come across it, nobody's claiming that anything you do, eating all the things, the kush of the shikha, you're not going to a minute later forget everything you know. No one's claiming that. Kush of the shikha is something in a pikabala that can have an effect long-term on something. What is that something? So apparently, again, in Linares, apparently it's only on the very, very sensitive, important but sensitive attachment to Torah in terms of the Chesa of Torah and Kedusha, and that's only for men in terms of the Chiv of Torah. It doesn't apply to remembering computer programming or remembering accounting or remembering uh, sewing or cooking or... Nobody, nobody says that, which is why Reb Chaim and many others say Pasha doesn't apply to women, even though they have a chiv to learn what they have to learn, and it happens to be Torah. But it's the attachment to Torah. We know this because learning Torah and retaining it and accomplishing is a very metaphysical uh, equation. It's not only Tully and brain power, it's not at all, it's not at all, <laughs> not much Tully in the brain power per se, it's Tully and Mesiris Nefesh, and the amount you're willing to do, and the amount of time you're willing to put in, and all these things are like in the realm of Skula, so the Kasha Shukha is in the realm of Skula, it can affect the Tamatari, which is more sensitive. That's the, however, we understand that, or much we understand that, but that seems to be the shot if women are going to be excluded. However, it's not a Dover Pashat, as we will see from the comment soon in the Elichas Besa. Let's go to the Sefer Chesidim. It's tough, tough Reish Ches on page one in your copy. Uh, do you remember what, uh, it's one of the newer scans in your scan folder. So look for the latest number. And uh, it's page one, the Sefer Chesidim, and this is where it was quoted from. Echad Shalmi Chacham. He came to us, the Rava Shailam. Some rodents, some rats ate from my lechem. Only in the Middle Ages would anybody have a Syria Shaila, rats ate from my lechem, can eat the rest, it's Kashul Shekha. We Americans, this is not to our credit, it's just a statement of fact, we Americans would not ask the Shaila. The thing would be in the garbage faster than you can say rodent. 
And that will be the end of the whole story. They were hungry then, and they didn't throw out bread. So he was concerned. They heard. Somebody told him that there was an issue of eating that something the Akbar made from, and he wanted to know, what does he do? It's, uh, he's poor. Everybody was poor. He needed the food. How machmer does he have to be? That was the shayla. Amar. So the Sefer Sidim quotes this whole conversation, and he approves of what the Rav told him. Why shouldn't she eat it? He says, I know, I might forget. And the Amar, it's probably claimed that he's Nizer, and I'm hungry, and I don't have any other food in the house. So, what should I do? That was his shayla. He was not trying to be sarcastic. He was trying to give him some musr. So he told them two things. He said, first of all, the Gemara that says that somebody forgets his learning is Chayv Misa. He's talking about a guy who goes out of his way to forget his learning. Like that Pekaris who's drinking his Nagavasar dish every morning just to keep the rishas going. He's making a concerted effort to forget, which means he's way off. He's got issues. If you forget because you tried and you're human and humans forget, that's not a problem. Now, that's an interesting terrace because Abchaim in the Sefer Zikaran gives a whole long introduction that says you have to take these things very seriously because if you eat something and despite all your chazar and all your hasmada, it's not working as well, then that's your fault and therefore that's a serious, serious uh, chiv to uh, worry about. So the way Sefer Sidim is quoting it, he says, technically it's only Achayeshev Yaseim Elibot. That's not an interesting comment. And then he says, the Musr, he says, and by the way, um, you're not married for a reason, not because you're not smart. That's never an excuse. People think it's an excuse. Everybody can learn. They can learn a lot. Everybody, that's a question of putting in the time. I see that you don't have much to do. It doesn't sound like he was wealthy because he's hungry and he only has one loaf of bread, but it sounds like he didn't have work. Unemployment in the Middle Ages was high. And in your spare time, I see you're not learning much. Atapani, you have plenty of time. And I say, all you do is hang around Ocean Parkway and sit by the tables and schmooze. So, what are you coming and complaining about? You're worried you're going to forget your learning. Apparently, this halacha you heard, and it's true, but your main problem is you're not using your time to learn, not that you're going to forget the little you know. And he adds, this is pretty heavy. It's better you shouldn't. This is like of all the chumas to take on. He tells the rabbi, he's asking Shaila, I want to be careful, so I'm careful from all the other things on the list not to forget. He said, it'd actually be better if you'd start eating the things that help you forget, because maybe it'll help you all forget all the dvaram betelim that you pick up all day. There's a lot of chidushim over here, because what I just was mocked him is that this is an Indian schoolie, and maybe it only is because the sensitivity of hanging on to Torah, and you leave Torah one day, you'll lose it for two days. All that is that doesn't happen in math and science. It's all because of Torah. The good news is, the more you might sinefesh, even if you really couldn't handle it based on your IQ, you'll handle it. And the bad news is, even if you're very smart, if you don't pay attention to focus, you will not make a king on Torah. It works in both directions. This whole quote says, first of all, it's only this is only Shesh of Yasir Maliba, Khidish number one. And then he says, you know, I think maybe you should eat more of the Dvaram Shah Kashla Shikha. Maybe you'll forget all the nonsense you 
keep memorizing every day and you don't put in any effort, so therefore the, this school is not going to make a difference. So, No, that's it's perfect. It's, it's, it's brought down. There's, there's a list. There's a, there's, a, there's a long list and this is in the list. That, that wasn't, the Pele is that he knew only, he doesn't know much. He's schmoozing on the street all day and this he knows. The answer is, I don't want to say sarcastically, we're, we're in the uh, Pele Yates' uh, entry on Sanigari on Claesville, not to be a Makatri. So it was careful when you, but uh, we're not supposed to be only in Amsakula. <laughs> we're supposed to be, so these are, <laughs> that doesn't mean, nothing wrong with a few schoolers here and there. But uh, I, uh, somebody recently asked me, so they're trying to um, add more um, uh, members to the family of a certain gender in the male direction. And they um, want to know if there are any good schoolers. That happens to be there. Sources, I said, you want to, Relatively easy one, Nusach Hashkenaz and Bruch Shemei. And even in my, I have a Siddur Agra, even I have it in parentheses. Has in the parentheses, you can ask Hashem for Benin Dichrin Dov and Rusach. Nusach Sfarit has a standards fee, no? That's, uh, you have it without the brackets, no? So um, I've heard that some quote that that's a nice thing to say. There's no downside because worse comes to worse. You're davening for your sons, the sons you don't have, somebody else's sons, you're davening for the males in class. Well, there's no downside in saying extra tefillah. The issue is when you get into schoolers that aren't uh, really documented. Some of them are good, some of them are not as good, and then you get to the same issue. So these are documented, but the Chacham is saying, you know nothing out of all the things. This is what you're worried about. This is the only thing, you're, this is the only thing you remember. He says, the biggest school for learning is using the available time. The worst thing you can do for your learning is wasting 10 hours a day. So basically, he sounds like he's saying that you should eat more. I think that was just part of the Musar. Eat more and you'll forget the nonsense. What he's really saying is, this Kashla Shekha, the few points it has in the negative direction, is going to pale in significance to the fact that you're wasting all your time and you're going to have no siyat shmaya. So it doesn't really make a difference. I'm like, botol b'shishim. That's really what, which is a chiddish, but this Sefer Chesidim is widely quoted. And if you take a look at page two, from the Elichus Beisa, Nira, he happens to mention the Makar Chesed over here. The Chacham didn't tell him to cut away that piece that the rodent bit from and eat the rest. Apparently that's not an option once it takes a bite out of it. Uh, so um, so it, it's a, just a fascinating piece. I, I, I'm chayshish that most of it was for the Musa Shaboy to wake him up. Sefer Chesidim quoted it, so it has to be accurate, and that's why I'm saying the Batal B'Shishim uh, Svar. Take a look at page two. Interestingly enough, he says up top that he thinks that women should be careful about kashu shicha. What's the chilik? Which is the svarachitana? Which is why somebody asked it in share last week when we said it, and why it was re-asked in this email. Take a look at Yudalad Vama Kashna Shechem Ram Magan Avram, and he quotes. You wanted to know a source in Shulchan Aruch? It's called Magan Avram. He's quoting from that same Gemara and Harius which has this list, by the way, Michal, but the Magad Avram does bring down some in the list. So it is, it is brought down in Shulchan Aruch. Semen Kufshon Ches, Mestabish Hu Ademisha, Mat Machalik, Deni Sha'ein, He Mitzuva Al-Tamater, Mekamakam Cheves, He Lumad, Adina Ba-Mitzvah Shecheves, Ben V'yesh Lach Shashem Matishkechem. What I'm mentioning is, and I'm, I'm not alone, the Shemesh Kufshon Ches does bring Makaris that sound like they're saying this, 
it's not a din in forgetting everything you know in a noticeable way in a short amount of time. It's a din in not having siyat shmaya to hold on to vast amount of terror, and that's the domain of the man. But that's not pushit, and he's suggesting that it should apply to the women. So it is an opinion to take into consideration. Take a look at the next page. He quotes in the footnote, the second paragraph in the footnote. And then he brings down from Abchayim that, as we mentioned last week, that it's not so. We quoted already last week. And I had the question which he doesn't address, and that is the Nashimubaras might have a male, and therefore they shouldn't eat it because it might give birth to a male. So Abchaim is assuming it might give birth to a male. The others basically would say, no, they might think it'll give birth to a baby, and there's no chilic male or female. I was wondering, because Abchaim goes out of his way to say that that's only when they're expecting. But if they're not married, a regular, you know, it's not a problem. So if we're about long term, so why don't you worry a year or two ahead? She's 18 already, but she'll she'll get married, she'll have a baby. So why don't we worry longer term? They're not. No, nobody is. He's tining. Abchaim's saying it's not a get to women, so how far do you have to, apparently, how far do you have to worry about it? He's tining that he doesn't understand the whole chilik, and women uh, forget who they're giving birth to. If they're 12 years old and they're trying to practice what they are learning and they want to remember it, then they have to be careful about kashla shikha. So that's his, uh, his daya. And again, Rab Chaim seems to be assuming the Vapashit that it's not so. Okay, the next I'll just introduce. Maybe we can even give it out. You know, we have, uh, we have six minutes if you can give this out quickly. I'll introduce it as you're doing it. Anyone? Um, Speaking of school, as I'm getting experienced over here, I didn't hand out the copy I was going to get to today because when I hand it out, we don't get to it. So I didn't hand it out, so now we're going to start it. Uh, <laughs> you notice that. Okay, take a look. At the next Marmokom, which is the next uh, subtopic within the Baltashchis, and that is as follows. Do we have enough? We ran out? We ran out. Nope. Have one here? Okay, um, this is the, the people on Zoom over here. It's an older Marmokom. You have about 10 sets, but see if you can find quickly the Mishnah Tamid. Otherwise, please find it for next time. We'll introduce it now anyway. And um, this is Shiloh we alluded to about a month ago, and I said we'd get to it. And there's a fascinating Marmok that everybody quotes, the Tiferes Yisrael. Tiferes Yisrael has the Tiferes Yisrael, the Yach, and the Boyaz. It's both the Tiferes Yisrael. And the Boyaz over here has a lot to say. The print is very small, so on page three, don't worry, I enlarged it. Uh, so let's just see the beginning of the mission, and you'll see what the issue over here is. We had two rules so far. We had a klal, ain't on Yisamakamashiris, which means if you're in a public forum, you have a base of Mikdash, you have a shul, you have public institutions, even though they're never long on money and sometimes like in the red, but there's a concept of kavarat zebra. Kavarat zebra means ain't on is that you do it, you do it right. There's, there's just like there's any bravam, there's an to do things in a way where the mitzvah is beautified. We have Hanukkah's coming. 
everybody knows we're trying to get nice manures. You have Hidra Mitzvah, and people are getting nice uh, mezuzah cases, and many people have told me over the years they're buying nice houses to have a nice house for the mezuzah. That's, that was more, one of the more interesting ones. You know, have uh, the bigger Hidra and more. So I, that's said a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I would hope. It's not, not true. The Chef Sashal Mitzvah is the, the door. It's on the door, but that's not... Uh, why isn't it true? It's different schmooze. I've had people argue... To make more doorways in your house? Uh, even that is not... Uh, <laughs> okay, I mean, I said, you have other excuses you make. Obviously, it's for your guests and for, you know, your parents and keep it up. There are other, I can dash in other, other reasons. So, anyways, Malcolm Hashir is an important klal. And the difficulty and the challenge will be right here, how do you apply it? Where do you apply it? Because... Tresel does us a tremendous favor and collects Marmachemis without Shas and shows you that like half the time we don't apply it and we say, even in a public venue. By a private individual, that's what we started this year, Baltashkis, and Baltashkis is an Isser, and therefore, therefore, Hashem put in the system that we shouldn't have to spend so much money. Most of the mitzvahs, believe it or not, in the free Adigadeiris, Abraminim, cost nothing or. Putus. You go get your abramidim, so go out to the field, take a, take a hike, and you'll go up and find some palm trees. It's the Middle East. Find, find yourself a luluv and, uh, you know, an esri. How, esri, how much is a lemon? I don't know. 12 for a dollar? What? Go for it's not a taina anybody. We, don't, we live in cities, and we don't palm trees around here. It's not a taina. But most mitzvahs, by definition, are either cheap or free, including tefillin, which is no longer cheap or free. That's not a tiny either. We don't live, we don't have cows in the backyard, and we're not into tanning. All this is like so far removed from us. There are many, many uh, links in the chain on how to do these things. So there's a reason it changed. But there's a concept. Terechas HaManashi Yisrael, which is very much part of Baltashchis, and yet we have, on the other end, Ananias Makmashira. So when do we say which? So I already made a chili public and private, but the Torah Yisrael is going to show us that even in public settings, we sometimes say, even though it's public money. So you say, but if it's public money, then we should save it. The answer is, yeah, but the Beis HaMikdash? Beis HaMikdash, I guarantee you, besides Machs HaShekel for the Karbonis, you can get a lot of donations, and believe it or not, just start thinking for loss of love them, they have plaques in the Beis HaMikdash. These are favorite Shasugyas. Anybody remember what we, we know? And we know who donated what. There was even a famous gate. Donated by? Only by Shani uh, so Nikono. That's correct. Only by Shani. I don't know. I go, there are eyes I have from by Shani. But, hello, Dover who? I can imagine lots of love. There's money in Klai So we're going to start, uh, we're going to put you up at the Bema. Uh, you're going to just start the first bid at, I don't know, 50 million? What would you say? <laughs> What would you pay to have a shot of the base mitzvah named after you? Not you. You wouldn't. You'd run from the covenant. But your 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 father, <laughs> your grandfather, Haladavru, right? So and his makom ashiris by Shani, There was also some money. The story of Hanukkah is all about whose hands was it in. But that's an ongoing issue sometimes. Uh, the wealthier class became Hellenist because they were spending money and doing things and going to cities that they shouldn't be in, and they were assimilating. That was a problem. Money could be a bracha and a big nisayan. That's, that's what Hanukkah is all about for the introduction. But there was money there. So 
if you would apply it, it's makab shoes. You would think on the base of mikdash, and you're not incorrect. The problem is there are stiras. So with that introduction, guys on Zoom didn't have to find the ma'amakim yet. Uh, let's read one line since we gave it out already. I already undid my uh, skula. Misha zacha be'machta notam adeches kesef va'alol He took the the machtas, which is the pan and the shovel, and he went to the mezbeach to get some boiling hot, the burning hot coals. What was he getting coals for? So every day they had the kateris, and you want the hottest coals around, you'll take a long shovel, and you'll dig it deep into the pile. They always had a big fire burning in the mezbeach. You'll shuffle it around a little bit, and you'll pull out some burning hot coals. And this was the assistant. There was one guy who won the lottery for the kateris, which is a school of Rashivas and with the Santacos. And then the person next to him, as they went around, the person next to him was his assistant. Then he said, Okay, you take the shovel and get the coals, and we'll be a team and we'll get it going. And it says over here, he took this machtas, this long shovel, and it was silver. So right away, there should be a flag over here. Silver is very nice, gold is nicer. So why'd they take a silver one to put the shovel in to get the coals and it describes it went into a very hot area it's the center of the fire he shuffled it around a little bit and then he uh, took up what he's going to take up and he now has some burning hot coals and now he takes that shovel that's a very long handle this is very hot stuff and he dumps it into the fellow he's working with who's now going to take this and use it for the guitarist, and he's holding a golden shovel. So why is the first guy holding a silver shovel and the second guy holding a golden shovel? That's the question we'll leave you with until tomorrow night, and we'll see everybody there.